Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, along with my co-host, Doug Crockett, and we are the voice of hope, healing, and miracles. Good morning, Doug. Welcome. Well, thank you, and good morning, Stephanie, and this is a wonderful morning. The sun is shining, so this is a good day. It's always a good day when the sun shines. It's always a good day anyway, but it just kind of helps when the sun's shining, right? (laughs) It's finally as it was snowing here for, I don't know, three days or so. It's been great. It's going to snow tomorrow. It's going to snow tomorrow. (laughs) It is spring, though. It's the springtime snow, so we're doing good. So before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors. First of all, the Mindful Lab with Christine Erickson, where you can find clarity, connection, and peace. Check out mindfullab.net. Christine is amazing. She especially loves to work with teenage girls and help them find mindfulness. So check her out. Also look at Sunshine Family Hemp, Nature's Side of Health. You can find them at sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Doug and I both use their products. We love, love, love their products. I'm actually sleeping better than I have for a long time. There you go. And we also want to say welcome to Oils by Ellie. And this is featuring Young Living Oils. There is an oil for that. You can find her at oilsbyellie at gmail.com. We love our essential oils. We use them all the time. In fact, all of us had our essential oils this morning, just before we got on the show, getting them all, getting them all in and up like we need to have them. So contact oils by Ellie at gmail.com. Also, we want to invite you to go to your YouTube and see miracles when heaven touches earth. This is our own Doug Crockett's channel, and it is absolutely amazing. I've been watching more videos this morning. His videos are just so tender they're short little clips you can watch them and you just your whole soul is just filled with the joy and the happiness of the miracles that happen with these people right doug so we're how many 50 something yes yes we are we're past 50 so thank you it's wonderful and i know in all of your work you've got a whole bunch more that you're trying to edit and get out there too i do i do lots coming lots in the pipeline (laughs) Yes. They are absolutely amazing. So we want to invite everybody to go to YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or any of the social medias. And he is on there. So miracles when heaven touches earth. And we also want to invite you to like and share this program. We so appreciate any comments that we get. And please email me if you have any suggestions for us as well. And that is at contact at my vitality health solutions with an S dot com. And now we're going to jump right into our amazing guest that we have today. We cannot wait. This is Holly Porter. She and I have been friends for a number of years. She has got an amazing, amazing story. And I've kind of kind of listened and followed Holly and hanging on to her coattails and had to opportunity to do many things with her over the course of the last number of years. And I love what her thought is. Her thought is always, there is always a bright side, a new day to begin and find hope. And boy, has she lived by that this last year Beautiful. or so. Beautiful. <laughs> Love so it. 
just a few things about Holly. She's an influencer. She's a trailblazer. She's an international public speaker. She inspires people, businesses, personal transformations. I mean, I, I could go on and on and on. I've got a whole bunch here. But she, I'm going to get right to let Holly talk. It up. It's and awesome. <laughs> it's, she, she's just an amazing woman. And, and a lot of people know her. And a lot of people love her. And I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine. I think she's back east someplace. And she's like, oh, I love Holly. I'm like, hey, you see, everybody knows her. We love her. And I'm so grateful to call her a friend. And she has had quite the story this year, as most of us know about this COVID. She's had that. And she came down with it about the same time my husband did and fought through it 70 days in the hospital. And it was just, I was watching it every day, sending messages, keeping track of her. And she has pulled through it. And she's got a lot of things that she's dealing with and and she's just doing amazing things. And now she's even got some cool stuff to help other people with long haul. So anyway, Holly, welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Yay. Hey, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And my voice is not 100%, so everybody bear with me. Um, I kind of caught a cold in the last couple of days, so oh. I'm going to get real close to this mic, and hopefully you'll be able to hear me. But thank you so much, Stephanie and Doug, for having me on your awesome Vitality show. And <laughs> I've listened to most of them, and I love them. So thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, it's been, it has been. Absolutely. I see why they call long haulers long haul right because it is a long haul and i want to preface by saying i was a very healthy person before i got sick in fact i thought i ditched covid completely Mm. i thought for sure i was it was above me right (laughs) yeah i was on no prescriptions and i walked out of the hospital with 12 so like it's been a long journey just trying to get off of those i'm a natural healer and um, I've had to swallow my pride and learn that there are there are times when you do need certain drugs to help you with certain ailments, and um, that's been a struggle as well. So, yeah, I'm, and I don't know how you guys, if you want to just ask me questions, what you'd like me to share, what are your thoughts? I'm well, excited would, about this. Go ahead. I would Stephanie. love to have you start with back when how did you start doing what you're doing and then we'll jump forward to the covid because I, there's so much to you that it's probably going to take far more than one show right. but i would really like you to just kind of share your story some of the miracles that happened i know you've just i don't even know where to start because your story is so vast it's just amazing but yeah. let's start with a little bit with like you're publishing your books and you're speaking mm-hmm. and and how you got doing that and then let's go jump into the to the COVID, because like you said, you and I, we're both natural healers. This is what we do. This is what we are, we're pushing. And all of a sudden we're faced with this yeah. life and death situation. Situation. What sure. do we do? Right. You know, so let's, let's just give a brief introduction of, of kind of what you do and then how to get hold of you. And then let's jump into your life-changing experience that you've been through. Sure. Well, I've always been an entrepreneur, so I've had nine startup companies, and I've been a real estate broker for 16 years, but I've had other companies, you know, while I've had that, I usually have between two and three at a time, and my husband has a construction company that I'm a a little bit of, part of, and (laughs) I get bored easy, and um, a big thing I'd like to say, because it goes to where 
I am now in things is I was always, many people will hear me, have heard me say, I'm always two years ahead of my time. I just, <laughs> I, I'm an early adapter. I jump in, I get ideas and then by the, I do it. And then people aren't caught up yet. Right. They're like, wait, what? You know, like for instance, I had a kid, a kid's resale store back when it wasn't really that popular. I'm from Las Vegas originally and they had come up there. And so I moved to uh, New Harmony actually. And I drove to St. George every day and started this. And it was like, it, did, it paid its way from day one, but people just didn't get it yet, right? By the time I was like, all right, I'm over it. I'm gonna move on. It was just starting to roll. And so <laughs> yes. that happens to me all the time. Well, the ironic thing is I came up, I came up with this idea just before I got sick. I worked on it last summer and um, worked on a pitch with a couple people for a group that was doing like a big group, like Grant Cardone, I'm gonna drop that name. They were yeah. doing this thing and I actually had COVID for probably my third day, but I didn't know it yet mm. when I pitched. I got up at 5 a.m., I showered. I was sweating my makeup off as fast as it was going on my face oh. because I was so sick, but I didn't yeah. know, right? I thought I'd never get COVID. Right. And so I just apologized to them on a Zoom going, hey, I'm not 100%. Kind of like today, I'm apologizing because I have my voice. <laughs> it usually is a little better than this, even though I, I, you know, been working on my speech. You sound um, great. But thank you. <laughs> anyway, so um, I, I did that. And uh, well, what was cool about it, it was the idea came to me because when I found out my good friend was starting this company with Grant Cardone, um, he... I was like, I got to have an idea. I'm an idea person. Like I want something, I want something big. Like I don't want to start another company, but I will, if it means it's my last one, it's my thing, it's it. And so the, ironically, the idea I came up with was, I came up with two years before. So I, right. Beautiful. And I tabled Perfect. it and I didn't think anything of it. So that isn't what I want to disclose here at all because <laughs> it's, it's, I know I'm excited about it because it's like, this is why this is goes to the, one of the miracles that happened when people say, find your purpose and what's your purpose, what's your why I would get so angry because I was like, I, my family's my why, of course, but like, right. what's the drive to get you there? What's going to be so big what's that goal so big they light you up never had that like all the yeah. training all the personal develop all the speaking all the traveling i never felt like i anchored that in and i have people oh i can get you i can get you that i can get you to the bottom of that hire me hire me you know no never came well it came yeah. while i was while i was in my coma and everything was laid out for me and i was like okay got it got it right let's listen and now let's do <laughs> and so that 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 idea is now in progress um hopefully Fingers crossed um, by the end of December this year, it will be launched, but it also launched a nonprofit. And so that was part of the miracles. Um, so I got sick that end of August and um, I was sick. We were, we had a house under contract and we lost it because I, I was in a coma. Most of the time I was in the hospital. And so yeah. we had to let it go. We were living in a fifth will. <laughs> 
not really, that was our backup plan. Funny how those plans, (laughs) your backup plan is now your A plan, right? Yeah. Right, right. We were living there. My poor husbands were sicker than a dog, both of us, in this little confined fifth wheel. And, um, I mean, we weren't roughing it too bad. We were behind my dad's house, and, you know, he lives, like, on a resort. So it was cool. But we were sick (laughs) before. I get a a bonus. I was just like, yeah. I got an elephant sitting on my chest. Like we have to go to the hospital and we didn't dare have anyone drive us because we were both so sick. We didn't want to make anyone sick. By then a week later, we knew we both had COVID um, and he was bad as well, but he didn't get admitted. They couldn't get me in the ICU fast enough. I mean, it was like they were putting all the oxygen. I think I was in in the ICU intensive care within 30 minutes. Like that's Good unheard of. Heavens. Wow. And they were so busy. Like at the time it was the worst, you know? Yeah. And so they had wow. rooms in places they don't usually have rooms. Yeah. The fact that I got a ventilator when I did need it, about four days later, they put me on the ventilator for the first time. They said they couldn't even believe they could get me one. Somebody knew the background. They said they're getting them from all over the state. The fact that she got one is a miracle. So that was the first one. Wow. Uh, Anyway, so that's kind of where it all started and spent 70 days between two hospitals, had to learn to talk, had to learn to walk again. Like you wouldn't think you'd lose those motor skills I don't know if your feet are motor skills, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Motor you right along. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was on a walker for about a week in the, after I got out and I I was like, had enough of this. My husband goes and buys me this big fancy um, leopard cane. I used it one day and I was like, I'm done. I'll just use the walls, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So Holly, tell us real quickly, because I know they sent you home and then you ended up getting sent to up to was it provo so they never never sent me home Mm -mm. they just sent you directly up to provo or wherever you were so what happened was i was on the ventilator and i don't know days because well yeah (laughs) you're out of the time i was in there i mean right i was on so many drugs yeah i can't even believe that i my so if you know redheads i'll just preface this redheads (laughs) metabolize and like they need no more Novocaine, they need more anesthesia, they metabolize faster than normal, they feel pain more, but they need more drugs to make things work. I don't know if mm. you know that. So my daughter said, that. Yeah. you're alive because you metabolized all the drugs they gave you faster. Like at one point they were giving me fentanyl and oxycodone, which I never was in pain, so I can't figure out why they gave it to me. Maybe that's why I wasn't in pain. I don't, I still don't know that answer, but she was in there. And one of the times that was, I, she basically said, your eyes roll back in your head. Your heart rate went to 165. They were giving you fentanyl every hour and your body was going through it every 20 minutes. Oh my goodness. She said, you would have died. I yelled at the nurse. All I could, she's very intuitive. She said, stop, stop everything you're doing. You're killing her. And he listened to her and anyway, that saved my Oh life. my goodness. But Holy I was God. I was off only off of the ventilator. So I was intubated the first time. I was off only for twenty four hours. They said my numbers okay. were good. You know, they get thirty thousand dollars, maybe more, every time they vent you. So I'm like, dang, did you guys just make me go through that again to get more money? No. They were actually great at the hospital. But you know, <laughs> your mind kind of thinks thinks right, right. right. Um, so anyway, then they vented me again and I, I don't know how long I was on that particular time. We're working on all those dates for the book, but, um, but then 
you know, you're still ventilated when, then they put the trach in. So once I got the trach, you're still in a ventilator. It's just, you're now you're through, through your throat. Um, and just trying to communicate. I mean, they had me sedated most of the time, which I hated the nurse. One of the nurse was so cute. She goes, I know you hate all these drugs. And I'm like going like this with my head, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Well, they didn't know that I was 90% deaf from the from the ventilator i have no idea why but they didn't figure that out for a while my sisters and my daughter two of my sisters are twins and my daughter spent 24 7 with me somehow i've never had anxiety the nurses couldn't believe it because they're like it's through the roof on her they knew i they just knew i needed them there and i don't know if it was for the accountability it was for me it was for my spirit i don't know but they were there for me and they were very intuitive and so here I am. Which is very unusual too. Most people can't have anybody in the hospital with them. Well, yeah. A year before that, I would have had yeah. nobody. I probably would have died without them. Yeah, honestly. exactly. But I was, yeah. I was, so here I am on the ventilator and I am like way past legally blind. So I wear contacts, special contacts. I never had those in and the glasses I don't see great out of, but you know, it's something, but they didn't have them on me most of the time. So like, unless somebody was right eight to 12 inches in front of my face, I didn't know who it was. So they're at the end of my bed talking. They're all dressed the same with the mask. If they're like twins. So (laughs) I hear they are talking, but they didn't know I couldn't hear them. So I couldn't see, I couldn't hear. And my hands were tied to the bed. Oh, so I prayed. Serious. I'm like, Terrible. take me out. I yeah. Oh man. Be here. Yeah. And right. I prayed many times that that's not our deal. If I'm supposed to go, take me. If I'm take supposed me now. to get better, me yeah. get me better. Yeah. Yeah. They had Holy your smoke. hands tied to the bed. That's they don't crazy. want you filling out the, your vent. Yeah. yeah. That would add Which to is the anxiety. natural thing to do, right? Yeah. Like, get I this had off, no get desire to do that. Are you kidding me? That would be painful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. going to pull it out. <laughs> but that really does add to the anxiety, too, when you don't have freedom to use your hands the way you want to. I can certainly understand that. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I still have the writings of when I wrote at first. They, yeah. It took them, I remember my sister saying, they would cry because they were like, we can't figure out what you want. And that made them, it hurt them so bad. Yeah. I hurt, I cried for them that they had to see me like that. Like mm-hmm. to see some of the videos they took of being on the ventilator and watching me breathe really heavy in my chest. And they said, I was like that the whole time. I cried for myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Holy smoke. I don't, I would do it for them, but I wouldn't love being there. Like that oh, would be so yeah. hard. The oh, unconditional so love that was shown. I was so yeah. grateful for and all the prayers. So grateful for. So why I know going for through? us on this end, we are so grateful for the posts that they would make every day. Cause yeah. everyone I'm like, how's Holly doing? Get on and check, you know, yeah. just because there was, and there was, thousands of people around the world looking for this and watching for it and they weren't just like thumbs up you're doing great hang in there we're praying for you they were like full-on paragraphs yeah everybody you know and Mm. and 
I go back and read those all the time and people that reach out now and just say, Hey, your story just inspired me. I just had a message before I got on the show here from actually two people this morning, just cause I had posted something positive picture, but then, Hey, I got a cold, you know, it's scary, but I'm going to get on the show and I'm going to have my voice because <laughs> my voice is going to be heard. Yes. And, it will be heard. Beautiful. Yeah. And so, and people did, they, they sent me like voice messages and just said, you know, off, offering so much help. People really, truly yeah. care. Like the world is good. You know, we just have to attract that and, and be that right. Exactly. And I feel that there is so much good out there. And that's, that's yeah. kind of one of the things that we're doing with this whole show is showing people there is hope. Don't give up. There is hope and there's hope in your healing, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, physical, whatever it is, which you've been through it all, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and even spiritual, you know, you just, some people are just giving up and it's like, no, no, yeah. no, no. There's hope. You just got to look at those miracles because there's always miracles. And I'm just oh. like, you're sitting, you're, you're touching Absolutely. on some of them that are happening right now, you know, and it's like, and they've been happening through this course of this, like being able to have somebody with you 24 seven, mm -hmm. that in itself is a miracle. You just have to recognize them. That's beautiful. I have to say, oh, sorry. I have to say the reason my husband wasn't there is because he had COVID and he was <laughs> sick. They wouldn't number one, let him. Yeah. And then when he could come, it was like three and a half weeks later, he like could only stay like two hours because he had no energy. And we, right. we had the Delta version. So it just kicked yeah. our trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's hard when you're sick too and you're trying to help somebody else. That's so when sick. you are that sedated, so you're sleeping a lot and having thoughts, I'm, I'm guessing, trying to put together where you are with things and trying to keep an understanding or, or are you more interested in just not understanding? It's like, just let me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had, it's, I've had a lot of people ask me that have had people pass away that were in comas or mm -hmm. they've always just wanted to know, but my experience, I know everyone has it different, but my experience was so like, I, I don't know if I want to say heavenly because I felt okay. like I was somewhere else, but yeah. I would say I had the most vivid dreams. So yeah. not all of them were like great dreams. They weren't necessarily nightmares. They were they were weird and we, yeah. we don't need to go into all those, but um, yeah. <laughs> most of my dreams were super positive and vivid and just like, like just shared, like, this is what you need to do. And this is what's next for you. And, you know, so I knew, I knew I wasn't going to die. And I had a lot of healers tell me later, they knew I wouldn't die. They said, we okay. didn't know what you were going to go through. We hoped you wouldn't, but we just like right. told us you were going to live. Uh -huh. But you know what, wow. when you're, if you're sick or you still have all these issues to me, is that living? Like I will say for those of you listening, if you have like a um, DNR, you mm. know, Scott and I always agreed, no way do we ever want to be on life support. I will share with you when you're there, this is different to me. I was on life support. But that was different because it was COVID related, not like I got in a car accident and I was right. not like, and I remember in one of my dreams, I was in Perwin. I don't know why I was in Perwin, Utah, a ton. Okay. And I was always in my hospital bed everywhere I went in my dreams, even in huh. not so good uh, dreams, I was always in my bed. Wow. And they were taking, wheeling me down this hallway and the lady at the front 
I don't know why she was the one I needed to talk to. I said, I shook my finger at her and I said, <laughs> I, re, I rescind my DNR. I rescind my DNR. <laughs> yeah. I, I changed my mind. <laughs> And I, I have no idea. Anyway, I don't know where that came from, you know, because now funny. I start thinking of funny things that happen. Like I would wake up and I'd ask my sisters about something because it was so vivid to me. And they're like, yeah. no, that never happened. Wow. <laughs> wow. And it was funny. But yeah. Anyway, I'm well, you have to find the humor like in it anyway, right? You have to find the humor. Go, well, I don't know where my brain was. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading a book like that too, which I appreciate because he talked about how so difficult what this guy was going through and eventually had to come to the conclusion. I've got to decide where I go with this and how am I going to handle this? Cause he was very, very ill also very, very damaged and, and realized, Oh, okay. I just got to change my approach and try and figure this out. And he had similar kinds of dreams and thoughts and those kinds of things. But he had a great support group with this guy's brothers, like you have with your sisters. And I think that's a real blessing when we're going through these kinds of traumatic circumstances. I can never thank them enough. I mean, they're my two busiest sisters that work full time, you know, and they were slammed. My sister, one of them was in the middle of moving. You know what I mean? So She's trying to like close on a house. She's a single mom. She's trying to, I mean, they thought it was temporary, right? They just thought I'd get out in a, in a week or so. And then it went on after it was two, three, four weeks. And it was like, they started soliciting for a little more help because you could have one person in a full 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. And so, it, yeah, it was it, it was a challenge. But they were super protective over me because unless right. you're in that room, you don't really know what they experience like they they know more than me right (laughs) exactly i physically experienced if they watched everything and they didn't want just anyone there and they actually very very many times thought i would die and so they were like i'm not gonna let just some anyone be here i had like only a couple friends that they were willing to bring in which didn't end up happening but you know they they were like if she's not doing good, they canceled on one of my friends. My friend went through the whole thing to come. She was so blessed. She was blessed. She gets to come and see me miserable. I'm like, you're, you are a friend. Like at midnight the night before, because you were doing really bad and they didn't think I'd make it. They said, well, no, in the next three days. Cause I got infections on top of all that. And I got autoimmune stuff and they were oh. like, how do you even have that? Like, are you sure she doesn't have anything autoimmune? Well, now I realize I do, but I didn't know. Anyway, COVID wow. just like brings everything up. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> just it's insane, isn't it? Thank you. you know COVID. Yeah. Thank you. You know, it's so funny because there's, it's not funny. It's you just sit there and think there's so much. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk. That have happened, you know, and your sisters and your daughter really saved your life. If they hadn't have been there, you wouldn't have probably made it. And, and, you know, there's just, and there's a lot of people like me that their loved ones didn't make it. And you're just going, I'm not sure why that happened doing everything we could do, but you know, there's just so many miracles that have come around in all of this. If we can know to look for them, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people I know that are just wallowing in all the heartaches and all the horrible things that have happened. I'm like, but let's look at the miracles that have happened within what you have gone through. And, you know, once you kind of change that thought process a little bit, things just look different. 
they look different too. I mean, like your stories, I can't wait for your book. Holly has written 13 books. They, they wow. are, she's an incredible writer. Perfect. So I can sure imagine what's coming out here pretty soon. Well, this <laughs> one's story. Was, uh, my sisters and my daughters, and then my best friend's writing it. Cause I'm so done. I'm like, I, yeah. when I, when I knew I was supposed to write this book, it's called hope from COVID. And oh. when I do that, I was like, really? Like I've asked myself that a lot. When you know you're supposed to do something, but you're a little bit resistant, that's, <laughs> my, that's my answer. Really? <laughs> or even a lot resistant. <laughs> right. Well, and the sat on top of that, about two months later, I knew there's two. And I was like, double really. Like really, 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 really. really. Okay. On that really, really, we're going to take a break here for just a few minutes. And we want to make sure that you guys don't go anywhere. Come back. You want to hear the rest of the story because there are some other really, really amazing miracles that have happened in Holly's life since she has had the COVID experience. (laughs) So many of us have out there. Anyway, we want to hear the rest of the story. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Hi, this is Ellie Meadows with Young Living Essential Oils. I invite you to skip the stress of the holidays this year and let Young Living take care of all of your gift-giving needs, from soothing bath bombs to delicious seasonal oil blends. Looking to make some extra money for the holidays? I'm currently accepting new team members who will have the exclusive opportunity to grow their business under the leadership of Jack Canfield, one of the top success coaches in America. For more information, find me on Facebook or Instagram under Oils with Ellie, that's E-L-L-I-E, or email me, Oils with Ellie at gmail.com. Isn't it interesting how we can be physically disconnected from others and yet be personally affected by the change and confusion of the world around us? We want moments of clarity and peace, and we need to feel connected to others in positive ways. A mindfulness practice can help decrease stress, increase feelings of well-being, and help us be more connected to those around us. To find out how mindfulness can do all this, go to mindfullab.net. You'll find tools and resources to start your mindfulness journey today at mindfullab.net. If you're looking for the highest quality CBD products on the market, visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Sunshine Family Hemp is a family-owned business located in the mountains of northern Utah. Our full-spectrum oral and topical products contain no artificial ingredients and are third-party tested by a DEA-certified lab. Online ordering is easy, and we ship nationwide. Sunshine Family Hemp has been in business since 2019 and is legally certified at both the state and federal level. Visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com today. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. 
If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We are so happy to have you here. We have been having a lively, emotional, crazy, fun conversation (laughs) with one of my dear friends, Holly Porter. And she's been telling, and Holly, just a little brief introduction for those that have not been on with us. She is an international speaker. She's a book writer. She's written 13 number one books. She has been, she's all over the place. She's got, had started 13, I don't remember how many said startup business. Startup businesses, yeah. And everything else. And in between that, she decided to get COVID. And so she did spend, <laughs> she spent 70 days, seven zero, not just seven, seven zero days in the hospital and was near death many times. Mm. And we we're just talking about the, the miracles, the trials, the different things that have come with that. So we want to turn the time back over to Holly. She's going to give you your contact information. So if our listeners would please get your pen and papers ready so that you can get her contact information if you'd like to contact her. And then she's going to tell us about how a non profit has come out of this crazy adventure and we're talking about how you can have tragedies no matter what it is and find the miracles within them and that's exactly holly is the master at that so holly we're going to turn it back over to you if you would give us your contact information first what's the best way to get hold of you and then we'll go on with the rest of the story you got it so my name is my email so holly h-o-l-l-y at Holly Porter, P-O-R-T-E-R dot com. And if you'll put in the subject, if you send me one, put um, podcast show, just like all capital. Okay. And that mm-hmm. way, if it goes to my junk mail or like a lot of things do now, um, I'll yeah. be able to catch it. Cause I do check those. Cause so much of my, of my important stuff goes to junk mail. So <laughs> I don't know why it's awesome. doing that these days. Yeah. Yep. I know. Oh, I love hearing from people though. And I love like you, like you, you know, both. I love yeah. the miracle stories and I love yeah. just yeah. that hope because even if people have lost somebody, they still need hope. Yes. Right? Oh, absolutely. Stephanie, you know that. It's like you, you still need that. You need, like people just need to know that there is help out there mm-hmm. because yeah. that's, I've noticed everything that's happened to me, or I wouldn't say for me, I'd say to me, <laughs> since COVID, <laughs> um, the gifts that keep giving, you know, yeah. it was frustrating. I mean, it, it was like all the symptoms overlapped. So I kept getting diagnosed. Like I walked out with neuropathy and it was really hard because it was so, I mean, I probably until about six weeks ago, I was a level four to seven pain every day, oh, every gee. day. Cool. And I didn't yeah. take anything. Once in a while, I take Tylenol, but I really was careful, you know, to try to do as much natural as I could because I just didn't want. I didn't need my, my the organs that survived. I didn't need damaged, right? Mm, um, exactly. And usually, when you have COVID, if you have heart or kidney or liver issues, it shows up early. But do okay. we really know? Because we have two years of data. Right. So that's, yeah. Do we really know? I'm like right. the test subject for all my doctors. <laughs> <laughs> I have nine doctors now. I did. I did. Someone told me they had 10. I'm like, well, I'm not getting another one. Just right. tire be you. I you can keep them. <laughs> yeah. Holy I'm trying smoke. to eliminate as we can go, but every one of them service a different purpose. Right. And right. so, um, you know, I, it's just, 
This is my thoughts on that. First of all, they tell you that when you are in that kind of a crisis, your body's in that kind of a crisis, every day that you're in the hospital, plan on a week of recovery. So that for me being 16 and a half months, and it's not even been five yet. So I have a year, right? So I have a year and I'm like, yeah, I'll beat that. (sighs) Yeah, yes. Right, yeah. Yeah. So I feel much better, but you know, what happened was I get out and there's so many symptoms that it takes you so long, you know, to, to, you know, I have to learn to walk, to talk, everything you have to relearn. Luckily we have, I call muscle memory. I use that for everything because yeah. we yeah. can't remember, you know, I knew how to talk. I just had to learn how to talk. How to <laughs> physically yeah. create out. that. Yeah. Right. And my voice, like, like this is such a bad example because I don't have one very good right now, but um, normally it's better than this, but I did go to speech therapy, which I called voice lessons because I didn't want to say speech therapy. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. And, I was singer, and so I go to church and I cry because I couldn't sing. I still can't yeah. sing. I, I, wow. I really try. It's ugly. So, <laughs> the day I can sing will make me really happy when I can. I, I don't know. My friend just said, just switch to the blues and then you'll just sound sexy. So maybe that <laughs> See? Positivity. There you oh, go. There you that. go. Find it. Find <laughs> you gotta it, find it. I get out of the hospital and I. I had the neuropathy and I had all the, I mean, you couldn't even hardly, I, just, just to get out of bed, you know, and I was on oxygen yeah. for a long time, but you know, then I ended up having, I wake up one day with all these nodules on my hands. I mean, and I'm like overnight, like, where are these coming from? And just colorization in my hands. And I have big knots in my palms and in the tops and the bottom. And I'm like, what is going on? Well, that ended up being um, rheumatoid arthritis. And I was already at a, when I finally got to the doctor and went back and had all the testing done, I was at a level two. There's only a one, two, and three. I was already a two. Jeez. And I had nothing before I went in. He said I did because I already have erosion going on. So he's like, no, you did. It was just smoldering and COVID caught it on fire. Oh, geez. So <sighs> I have to go on this medication that's $4,000 a month. You know, and the one that they give you that's cheap only works on 25% of the people. And he said, knowing you, it won't work. Number one. Number two, you can't take it because I also have pulmonary fibrosis. Well, if you go look it up, oh, gee. that's a two to four year lifespan. And when I got diagnosed with that, that was in December, he turned around, looked at me and he said, we ought to talk about getting you on a lung transplant list. Like, mind you, I'm by myself. I do have an advocate that comes with me all the time now. Yeah. I'm by myself. And this was one hour after I had, we were, remember I said we lost the house we had under contract. We had to right. let go. Yeah. We found another one, had it under contract. And I got up that morning of my pulmonary appointment and I just had a gut feeling to check your bank account. So I did. I went on my phone and checked it. Somebody had done what they call an account takeover fraud. And we have, with all our businesses, we have, you know, with all the accounts attached to it, there's like 12. They had gone into every one of them and maybe not zeroed them out, but moved it all to our personal account and then transferred two big payments and took all our money. Holy smoke. So that didn't start my morning off that well. Good heavens. And I, I, we got it back. We got it back. Um, quickly, Mount America, yay! They are blessed. I okay. I love it. 
Okay. So we got it back, okay. but I didn't know that. And I, you know, our down payment to our house was in there. So you can imagine it was a lot of money. And I'm like, are you oh, kidding? Like everything kept happening like this. So then I go to the appointment. <clears throat> I'm a few minutes late. I said, I understand if you can't see me, but I'd waited a long time to get these results back. Right. And they're like, we'll see you. And so I'm pretty sure he knew that it just happened. They probably told him. And I'm in there and he basically gives me a death sentence, which I didn't know at the time oh, because geez. I didn't know what pulmonary fibrosis was. And I get in there and I'm like, and then he, and then he's like, yeah, we ought to talk about lung transplant. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. And I, he goes, yeah, now that we have a diagnosis and I go, what do you mean a diagnosis other than COVID? And he's like, yeah, you have pulmonary fibrosis. Like it was just another day in the neighborhood. Oh, geez. And I'm like, wow. So I go home and Google it and then I'm bawling all day. Yeah, but I yeah. was already like, I, my eyes welled up in there and you know, I have my mask on and, and he's like, we can talk about it later. The lung transplant list. Oh, um, anyway, I won't go into all that, but so I, you know, easily <laughs> said by the doctors. Yeah. yeah. As they quietly just give you yeah. the worst news ever. But know. this is the thing. I'm not accepting that because number yeah. one, I was a hairdresser. Yes. I was a hairdresser for, 37 years and yeah. you know i worked in those chemicals and that when i googled it who gets it because i'm thinking who gets it like what is this <laughs> yeah. yeah that was one of the people that get it and i'm thinking okay so i'm hoping it's not that because that would be the worst case scenario um maybe covid made it worse or maybe it is covid related and then what do they know right really right still they trying to figure what, it all out they yeah. know what my lungs are going to do. That's that's the data they have, right? And then, you know, or it's the RA that I found out later, you know, that I, this was after that, I found out I had RA. So then I had that. It's like, oh, so if this $4,000 a month drug will help, I'm willing to do that, you know, because I want to get better. But if that gets it better, I won't know for three to eight months, they said, if that drug will even help. Oh my so I have to take it all this time, and if it and if it gets my lungs better, then it was just the RA, and he gave me this big scare for nothing. So when I went back to him one more time, I said, um, "Let's." I had my advocate, and she was ready. She was ready to go because she's asked my dad. She's amazing, and she he. I said, uh, "Let's talk about this lung transplant thing you were talking about last yeah. night. What's up with that?" And he said. Um, and I'm going to be frank. I didn't get vaccinated. I never felt like I should. I always said when my heart, my head and my gut say to do it, I'll be the first in line. But I always, I said, I said days. And when I was going, I always had hesitation. So I didn't do it. And I'm not sorry. People ask me all the time, were you vaccinated? Well, for me, now I kind of know why, because my rheumatoid doctor said, he said, first thing he said, well, are you vaccinated? I said, no. He said, good. He goes, I'm pro-vax, but there's a time and a place for everything. And I'm so glad you did do this because he would be a mess. Wow. And I looked at him, I said, I, like a bigger mess than I already am. <laughs> wow. Really? Okay. Like dead. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. it was, so that's all this other doctor kept asking me. You know, he, he just didn't listen. And even three times in this appointment, even after we told him, the rheumatoid doctor said, do not get vaccinated. He still, he looked up the CDC. Oh yeah, you're, you need to get vaccinated. You can, it's okay, you can get it. And wanted me to start with the first one that didn't work and the second one that didn't work. And I'm thinking, okay, if I could see good results, like if they really knew, I'm, I just, my heart and gut didn't say do it. So um, anyway, I didn't, I, I did get the flu and the, 
uh, pneumonia shot because I kind of felt bullied into it, but I, mm. I felt like I was so compromised at that point that I probably should have some kind of something. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm, he goes, no, I don't think you're ever going to have a lung transplant. I'm thinking you could have said that last time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Why that's did that's you that's put that's me through this? Yeah. But I have a new pulmonologist now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't start off yeah, with the you, worst possible yeah. case scenario. Right. No, no. And they yeah. won't know. They won't know if um, the pulmonary fibrosis is or what it's from. Like, it's going to be a little yeah. while. So anyway, I don't feel like the test for, for nothing. I feel like, but I know I'm getting better. Like, I feel better. I can breathe better. I, you know, Great. so I just am saying people that get that sick just because they're back to work doesn't mean they're better, you know? So I think be kinder and be more forgiving, um, especially employees, employers, because, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. And so I, I, I sell real estate. I didn't have anything coming in for almost seven months. You know, Mm. I couldn't really feel like I could get back to work. I'm back to work now, but I just like that whole time. Um, yeah. And so have patience with people a little more. Oh, Holly, thank you so much for saying that, because one of the things that that is coming to me that I, that if you didn't listen to the first part of the show, our listeners, Holly was, is a natural healer. She's done everything naturally. And she is, so for those of us that are natural healers and, mm. and do things naturally, it's so mind blowing what's, what's happening right now. And yes, we are so very grateful for the medical people that are there for us when we need them. Absolutely. And, Mm -hmm. and the shout out to them, they're just guessing too. They don't know what this is all about either. Right. So they're doing the best they can with the knowledge that they have. And they're burned out. I mean, so tired. this doctor was, is been in the ICU every day. He only sees patients on Thursday. Like, it was almost just a routine conversation, you know? Right. And right. Becomes routine it's, for them when they start get, dropping the ball, dropping bombs on us, like what they yeah, said. Yeah. Wait a minute. You can't just say that to me because you're talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And they kind of almost have to disassociate. Yeah. An advocate is a game changer, though. I will say right. you can bring somebody with you that so she takes notes the whole time. I don't even hear half of what I read later in the notes. I'm like, Oh, I missed that. I missed that. I missed that. And yeah. and part of it is the, the COVID fog and the short-term memory loss. Um, those are big things and that's happening in the real. And, and I promise you people aren't, I mean, I'm sure there are people use it for an excuse, but honestly, everybody's affected so different. There might right. be 60 or more symptoms from COVID mm-hmm. that they've identified and you know everybody has different ones so right. i just think it's being patient and just be but being patient with the healthcare professions because our professionals because they they're burned out they're burned yeah. into both ends right yeah. now i can't it's even how did holly how did you find your advocate was it just a friend of yours or is it a medical person or she's she is she's my best friend forever i mean she's elderly i'm not i'm gonna leave it at that because she's having a big birthday this year and she'd kill me if i said um (laughs) well hopefully she wouldn't kill me but she wouldn't be happy but um she just she she's actually the one writing the book with us and so she's been in the meetings with my sisters and my daughter and you know taking all the notes and she's interviewing everybody and um we really want it to be a roller coaster ride like i want people to laugh in the book i want them to cry i want them to like feel the love feel the pain feel the hurt i mean i want i want all the emotions there because that's what it was for us 
you know, and my family. And right. I want them to feel that because how do you feel? This is this is a big ironic thing and lesson I keep getting. When I have struggles, because I'll have like the day I just told you about with my bank account being gone and getting bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh my like my, my idea was why did I come this far and now I have a plan and now I have a purpose and I know what it is to have to yeah. hurry again. Like I have to hurry. Yeah. Again. You're going to kill me off anyway. Like that's, that's <laughs> I'm having. And it's like, you know, it's so emotional that we just need to be right. ready for anything. And it did make me go, okay, you might need to like take your timeline and move it up a little bit more, take your goals and move them up a little bit more. So body come with me. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. My head's going way faster than my body is. It's like, <laughs> and that's never happened to me before. So it's right. I've learned so much more compassion for people who are sick because you've got the anxiety with it. You've got the depression with it. You know, you just, you just have to be careful and, I can't remember where I was going to go with that. Be ready for anything. I wrote that down. <laughs> but it's so it's so true. There's everybody's everybody's in this situation right now. Everybody knows somebody, or everybody's yep. been, somebody's been there yep. that they know, or they've been there themselves. And I think right now, with the world being this crazy and insane as it is, and nobody knows what's coming around the corner the next day, the overwhelming. We just need does. to be, yeah, very, very overwhelming, and we yep. need to just step back and and i believe some of this has happened so that we do step back and take a breath Mm -hmm. and go okay we got through that now we're ready to take on whatever else but we need to slow down and breathe and be grateful for the things that we have and be able to like we said before watch for those miracles because if you're sitting there going there is no miracles in my life i don't have any hope i don't want to do this i know i just had a friend call the other day his best friend just committed suicide i'm like there's so much going on you know and it's like just breathe breathe Mm -hmm. right now take notes don't you feel it's very it's very lethargic to help you is that the right word i want to help you write things down just write them down because you go back and go that really did happen yeah i really did go through that and it kind of legitimizes what you went through yeah right Uh, well okay there's a reason i feel this way (laughs) better relationships too i think that was a big part of it too you're closer to your family to your husband to your sisters and every person that i've talked to in this kind of situation when you're traumatized to the level that you just can't do anything on your own the relationship side of things really goes up and that's a good thing that's a real positive it is and well and it helps i mean i think of all the lessons and all the, everything that came out of it, you know, mm-hmm. I think it made a lot of people better people, you know, right. them, I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's the responses I'm getting from others is like watching what you went through. It did get me. Oh. So that's why we were like, how can we not do a book on hope for, from COVID? You know, how can we not? Right. I like that. Made exactly. a lot of people get better or yeah. be better. Right. I appreciate that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Every other way as well. Go ahead, Stephanie. Yeah. Every way. So Holly, right. let's talk a little bit about your nonprofit, because I think this is, you know, when, as we've been talking, most people know that listen to my show, my son's got long haulers and it has just affected 
everything in his world, yeah. everything in his world. And of course, as a mother, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm seeing it happening. I'm like, Oh, I've got to be able to help somehow. Yeah. And I know that you started this incredible nonprofit. So let's talk about that for a few minutes, because there may be people out there that want to help with it or know somebody or, or whatever they can do to, to pr- promote it or get it moving forward. So let's talk about that for a few minutes. So it's officially a company now, um, another one. So now it's (laughs) 10 is my other one. This, I guess, is 11. This is similar. Most people will relate to Make-A-Wish Foundation. Right. So similar to how that works, but mine is for long haulers. Um, Originally, I was going to just do it for anybody with PTSD, anxiety, trauma, and depression. And then I realized, you know, I would probably attract a lot of military, which I have nothing against. My son's in the military, Mm. but I thought they already have a lot of things for them. So let's niche it down even further and let's do it for long haul COVID patients because they, they're struggling. They're going to struggle. Like there's, we, we have, yeah, we just don't know like how long they're going to struggle. Right. It could be their whole life. It could be like they said, a week for every day you're in there, whatever that is. Let's see, especially with the anxiety and the depression side of it, let's see what kind of help we can give. And so we came up with Adventure Bucket Wish. I love that name. I love the bucket list, but I was like, how about a bucket wish? And then everything's (laughs) got to be an adventure for me because if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. (laughs) I thought, let's give that experience where people will come in and apply you know, and we'll have the questions where how many are coming with you, what's your wish? And then I have a committee that will, you know, decide who gets that, depending on obviously our funds, because it will right. be funded by this other idea that I'm doing. That's a billion plus dollar idea. So <laughs> get that rolling and we'll Yay. have lots of funds to serve so many. And and just grant that and help families be closer, you know, even I mean, if they're a long hauler, they almost died. So you know, it's just going to help grant them something that maybe they wouldn't have ever been able to do in their life on their own. Um, So I'm I'm just so excited for it. And it's in the process of a 501c3, which will be a write-off for companies. And yeah, email me, holly at hollyporter.com. If that's something that speaks to your heart and you're like, I want to be part of that. I want to see how I can help. Um, I can see a lot of people who maybe lost people that didn't get to even experience the long hauler, you know, coming on board and just that's a great way for them to serve and heal their hearts to help others. Right. Give them. Right. Maybe I agree with that. Serving others fast track to feeling better about yourself. Yeah. 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 So that's the, that's what's behind that. Um, that was gifted to me that idea. I, a little background, I would have, I always wanted a nonprofit. I never would have done this for a nonprofit. I always wanted one, never could get behind a cause like where I was just so passionate. See, there's that word again, passionate. And I knew that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. I loved all these other ones that I, I supported and I donated to, and I volunteered for, but I always wanted like my own to say, yeah, this is, this is it. Well, if I wouldn't have gotten sick, I wouldn't have come up with this idea. And that was a true miracle to have that gifted to me of what that looks like. And the name and everything just flowed. Like after I got to the hospital, um, the probably the first like two months, I kept having more dreams, more things, more house. Like, okay, I think about something. I'd be like, huh, I wonder how that'll work. 
Well, I'd get the howl <laughs> overnight. I'd sleep. I'd wake up and I'd be like, got it. <laughs> you know, yes. It awesome. just kept flowing and I, they haven't been flowing as fast as they were then. But I think when you're so close to death, you get so much more. Yes. Mm. We need to talk yeah. more about that, but we yes. are running out of time now. Adventure bucket wish get hold of Holly at hollyporter.com. Put in the, the line up there, put podcast. So she knows it's coming from this podcast. Yeah. She'll get back with you. And you guys, it, what a beautiful opportunity to take something very tragic. That's happened in all of our lives. Yep. Everybody's been touched by this yep. and to turn around and do something positive for it. And Holly love you go on you guys she's got so many amazing books and so much she's just oh, i just want to wish her she's so wonderful i love her so <laughs> thank you again everybody for listening please share this with everybody give us comments we'd love to hear what you have to say like us share us all that good stuff and just get holly's word out so we can get a lot of people involved in this adventure bucket wish for those with long-haul COVID. okay we love you all so much Mwah. holly you know i love you love you love you love you <laughs> doug love you too brother for having me. love you too thank you you guys all have a beautiful happy healthy week we hope you enjoyed this episode of the vitality health show be sure to tune in next thursday for another informative show with stephanie parish and leading health and wellness experts that's thursday at 1 p.m eastern time and 10 a.m pacific time on the voice america health and wellness channel have a wonderful healthy week statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only they have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease the vitality health show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show 